What's up, guys, and welcome to the Underground Student Podcast. We are so glad that you are tuning in with us. Make sure you join us on Wednesday nights at 645 at Riverside Community Church. Make sure to like, subscribe, and share with your friends. We can't wait to see you guys. Enjoy. The title of my message, New Year, No Games. Gio, say that as loud as you can. Heck yeah. New year, 2022. We're playing no games with God this year. How many of you love the game of Uno? Who's ever played Uno? All right. Who would say they're the ultimate champion at Uno? Like you can destroy anybody. It doesn't matter who they are. They could be the world champion at Uno and you would beat them like easily. All right. Because I need two volunteers to come play Uno real quick. Yeah. Oh, now you're all paying attention. Uh, 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 uh. Jerry, Jerry, get up here. I need, I need one other person. David Rios, get up here. No, 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 you can stay right here. Stay right here. We're going to play right here. You're going to play right here. Go right here. Go right here. Go right here. Get down. All right, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to dump these out real quick. There we go. All right, here's what we're going to do. This is where I would need a face mic, but I'm not going to use one. David, I need you to shuffle these real quick for me. Can you do that? Shuffle those. Get a good shuffle. All right, who was the, when was the last time somebody played Uno in this space? You just played it yesterday. All right, all right, cool. It's been a while. That's how you're shuffling? What? Bro, you don't know how to do the bridge. Go, sit, sit down. Go sit down, Landon. All right, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to sit down for a second. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to hold my mic just like this. All right, and we're going we're gonna to get the cards. Come here, Gio, be my mic holder. Hold it right into my face. All right, here's what we're going to do. You guys are going to play some Uno, all right? I'm not going to play. I'm just sitting here because I'm going to deal you the cards, all right? Welcome to church, by the way. We play Uno, all right? So here's what we're going to do. Like I said, New Year. We're playing games right now, but New Year, no games. It'll make sense in a minute, I promise. Gio, thank you. You're, you're the dude, all right? You're the man. I can't do this. All right, here we go. I'm going to deal each of you five cards. You played Uno before, right? All right, so we know how to play Uno. We're not stupid, all right? We know how to do this. All right, I'm going to give you five cards. While I talk, you're just going to keep playing, all right? How many was that? Was that four? four. That's five? All right, take that one back. All right, here we go. I'm going to put this one up. Gio, you're failing at your job right now. Yeah, thank you. Pay attention. All right. We got a number seven on the table. All right. Thank you, Gio. All right. Here's what I want you two to do. You're just going to play some Uno. All right. I'm going to talk. You're going to play. So do your thing. David, you go first. All right. You start it off. Here we go. This is going to be a quiet game. We're just going to watch them play Uno. That's literally what we're going to do right now. Just be honest. We're going to see who can win. We're going to see who can win at Uno. Oh, he threw in a skip. Why are you drawing one? You just played a card and then drew one. It was wild. That was a that was a skip card. You just Oh, I'm an idiot. <laughs> Obviously, I've been played Uno forever. I'm going to stop talking. Go ahead. I'm trying to navigate a game I don't even know how to play apparently. So, all right. What color? Yellow. It's a yellow card. Boom. Oh, he's got Uno. Jerry, you better. Oh, shoot. Oh, shoot. Oh, hey, draw four. That's what up. Come on. Yeah, he did, but now he just had to draw four. Green. This better not take forever, Russ. This is going to be so pointless. All right, he's got Uno. Oh, he can't even play it. All right, go ahead. This is going to make no sense if you guys play this game forever. That's all I'm saying. This is all that, all that I'm going to say. Boom. There's red. Red. He's got Uno. Boom. Boom. He just won. Give it up for Jerry. All right, this made it easy. All right, go sit down. All right, go sit down. You won. You can have a piece of candy if you want to, or you can keep the Uno deck. I don't care. You do whatever you want. No. Yeah, exactly. You're like, uh, whose phone is this? 
Yeah, you better. Oh, what are you doing? Anyway, all right. So I had them play this game for a reason. It wasn't just for the fun of it. But I love the game of Uno. I've played it so many times. I could play this game all day, if I'm being honest. But here's the reason why we played it. Oh, shoot. I left one. Sorry, I'm getting distracted. Here's the reason I had them play. I gave them five cards each. I dealt them the cards, right? I gave them the cards that they had. And who won? Jerry won. David, why'd you lose? <laughs> it's true. David, you just didn't have the right cards, right? You just didn't have the ones to win. Jerry, why'd you win? You had, oh, you just take it from what I just said. You had the right cards to win, right? See, I dealt them the cards, but they ultimately had to play the cards that they were given. And see, I love the game of Uno, and when I was thinking about games with God, when I was thinking about this idea, I wanted to incorporate some kind of game. And when I thought of the game Uno, I was like, this is a perfect game for what I want to speak about tonight. Because so many of us in this room, we were not dealt the life that we have, right? If we're being honest, what we have, we were not given. Unless you bought it with your own money, that's a different story. But the family that you have, let's be real, you didn't choose that family. The siblings that you have, you didn't go, all right, God, I want this person to be my brother. I want this person to be my sister, and that's who my family's going to be. We didn't do that. We didn't pick the personal problems that we were going to have. We didn't pick the abilities. Many of you have so many abilities and gifts to play sports, science, whatever, math, whatever you can do. You didn't choose to really have that ability. You kind of just naturally got that ability. You just naturally have it. See, none of us chose any of these things. We were given them. Just like I dealt these boys their cards. They had to go off of what I gave them and what they decided to draw. And ultimately, Jerry won because he played his cards right. David lost because he didn't have the right cards. But see, I think that's the same thing for our life. Some of us, we don't have the right cards. We didn't pick the right thing in our life to have. See, and since you didn't pick the things that you have in your life, I believe some of you, you're walking through some hard things in your life, and here's what you've done. You've given up, and you started playing games with God. What do I mean by that? What does that even mean to play games with God? See, here's what I mean. See, many of you, you come to church on a Wednesday night, right? Maybe you come on a Sunday morning. But I want you to think to yourself, how many of you actually take this moment here seriously? He just admitted he doesn't. You come to church, but do you take church seriously? Do you actually listen to the words that are being sung? Do you actually listen to the words that I'm saying that Juan says or our guest speaker in a couple weeks? Do you listen? Do you leave this space? Do you go home and do you apply what was said? Probably not if you weren't listening. Are you playing a game with God by coming to church and not taking it seriously? Or maybe you just come and sit on your phone. You're like, man, I don't even care. I don't even care what you're doing. I don't care what you have to say. Why? I don't even, I'm just forced to be here, honestly. My parents are making me come, so I'm just going to choose not to listen. Can I tell you, you're wasting your time and you're wasting your life by not paying attention. See, I love it right now because I'm actually seeing all of your guys' eyes except for one. You want to know why? Because one person is sleeping. Wake up, wake up. <laughs> he's looking at me. He's like, wait, what? I see, I, I see everything from up here. And that's a perfect example of what I'm talking about. If I'm calling people out, sorry, Amelia, that was just perfect timing. You just, you just did me a favor. But how many of you are playing games with God? How many of you aren't taking this seriously? Because my encouragement every time I get up here, the reason why I'm here is because I want you to take this seriously. I don't just stand up here, speak for a half hour because I want to run my mouth and just want to talk. 
No, I stand up here, talk to you every single week because I want to share what God has done in my life and I want it to change your life. And I want God to change your life. See, playing games with God will get you nowhere. Doing those things that I just said will get you nowhere in life, if I'm being honest. You might get so far, but eventually you're just going to run out of options and places to go. See, there's a man in the Bible I want to talk about tonight. How many of you have heard of Judas? It's okay if you haven't. It's okay. We're going to learn about Judas together. Judas was a disciple with Jesus, right? He was one of Jesus' 12 disciples. He was a guy that followed Jesus everywhere. He did things with Jesus. He walked with Jesus. He was like one of his best friends. But see, Judas, guess what he did? He played games with God. He played games with Jesus. How did he do this? See, if you don't know who Judas is, Judas actually became one of the guys that betrayed Jesus. He was the one that betrayed Jesus so that Jesus would go and die on the cross for our sins. Judas was a close, so imagine, take your closest friend, all right? Think of your best friend that you have at school, maybe they're in the room, best sibling, whoever you hang out with the most, and imagine that person basically going and telling on you or basically betraying you and saying, I'm not going to be your friend anymore. Actually, I'm going to just go as far away from you as possible because I don't like you. I don't want to serve you anymore. I don't want to have anything to do with you. Imagine your best friend doing that. That's what happened to Jesus in this moment is Judas just betrayed him, just left him. And I love what John 6, 70 through 71 says this. Jesus already knew that Judas was going to betray him. See, Jesus knew that he was playing games with him. And this is what it said. It said, Jesus answered them, did I not choose you, the 12? So Jesus is saying, I chose all of you. And yet one of you is a devil. He spoke of Judas, the son of Simon, for he, one of the 12, was going to betray him. See, Judas is speaking to the 12 disciples here, and he's saying, Bro, I already know you're going you're gonna to betray me. You're legit going to go to, like, the president of the United States. You're going to tell on me for no reason, and then I'm going to go and I'm going to die on a cross because you want to give me up. Jesus already knew. And, see, I love this story because I believe just like Judas was playing games with Jesus, I believe he knows that you're playing games with him too. See, God knows everything that you do. He knows every word that you speak. He knows everything you look up on the Internet. He knows every place that you go with your friends. He knows everything about you and what you do. See, the funny thing is you might be able to get away with something from your parents, from me, from your leaders, but God will always see everything that you do. God will always know if you're playing games with him. God will always know if you're messing around with him. You can't get anything past God. See, so why play games with God when you know you're going to fail? See, Judas was playing games, and he ultimately ended up failing because after he told on Jesus, he ended up going back. He, ended up, he got money for betraying Jesus, but he ultimately went back to the people he told, on, told, told them about Jesus, and he's like, man, I don't want to do this. Take your money back. I want to get rid of this. Stop. Don't hurt him. And he, he felt so bitter about what he did. See, ultimately, betraying Jesus was the worst decision that he ever made. See, and I think just like some of you, you're making decisions in your life where I believe you're going to one day regret. And I tell you that because I did that. See, when I was in high school, man, did I do stupid stuff, all right? Who would admit that they do stupid stuff? Let's just be real in this space. We all do stupid stuff. I did something stupid probably yesterday, okay? I, when, I, when I was in high school, I did stupid things, all right? And I regret all of it. All right, I regret everything that I did that was so dumb because it was not worth it in the moment. I thought it would be, but it definitely wasn't. See, when I was in high school, I used to 
if I'm being honest, I don't know, many of you have probably never heard me cuss before, but when I was in high school, man, I had a potty mouth, all right? I used to cuss all the time. I used to do it to make jokes. I used to do it just to be funny. I used to just do it just to do it. Like, there was no reason. There was no rhyme. There was no rhythm. Any, none of it. I just did it because I wanted to do it. And I'm sure some of you can relate. I regret doing it. I hate speaking like that because it's not, it's just not healthy for you. See, when I was in high school, I stole things. Anybody ever want to admit to stealing something? Hey, what? We got some. I'm just kidding. It's all right. I, hey, I did it. You did it. Let's not steal, though, guys. All right? I learned my lesson. When I was in high school and junior high, legit, I'll tell you this. Don't do what I do. Do what I say. So don't steal. Now I'm going to tell you a story, so don't do this. When I was in junior high, uh, I legit, I think it was junior high, I went to a youth conference. All right? Went to a youth conference. It was a Christian conference, right? We were learning about Jesus. Okay? Went to this youth conference. I was with my buddy Nick. We went up to the merch table. We were just looking. I was broke, all right? I had no money. I was just looking. The lady who was running the merch table was distracted by my friend Nick. So what did I do? We planned this all out, by the way. I just went and grabbed some stuff, put it in my pocket, put it in my bag, walked away. We got some cool merch. I stole merch from a youth conference, y'all, all right? I was trying to learn about Jesus, and I'm stealing merch, all right? So another story. I was in a PE class, all right? Lockers. Y'all hang out in the locker room. That's a bad place to hang out. Don't hang out in no locker rooms, all right? We'd hang out in the locker room. My buddy had an iPod Touch. Those were popular back in the day. Now you got these iPhone 12 Pro Maxes, man, or like iPhone 13s. Like iPods were the thing back then, all right? There was this iPod my buddy had. I knew he had it. I knew where he put it. He stuffed it in his bag every single week, all right? Every single time we were in PE, he put it in there. What did we do? I was the one that rushed back to the locker rooms before anybody else went in there, grabbed it out of his book bag, put it in my book bag, and just let no one know anything about it. I regretted it. He wasn't even my friend, if I'm being honest. I regretted it at the moment, so I gave it to my other friend. I was like, here, you take it. I think I ended up throwing it away because I was like, I don't want to be responsible for this. We ended up getting suspended. Let's be real. All right? I got in trouble. But I tell you all these things because I wasted so much of my life doing stupid stuff, man, doing dumb stuff. None of it was worth it. None of it valued any of my time. None of it brought any purpose to my life. And see, many of you, you raise your hands and say, you do the same thing. I'm sure many of you cuss. I'm many sure you, some of you raised your hands and said, you stole something before. Many of you, uh, there's another story I was going to tell, actually. Anybody ever break into a building? I'm burping, I'm sorry. Anybody break into a building? All right, don't do that, all right? Building, breaking into buildings are bad. I did it twice, all right? There was a construction apartment, a pro, apartment construction site next to my school. Me and my buddies one night, they were just like, let's go break into the construction site. It was really fun. Actually, forgot about this story, Gio. I'm going to tell you it. Uh, we went into this construction site, right, and we climbed. I don't even know how, I don't even remember how we got up to, like, the third, fourth floor, right? It was, like, the top floor. And if you've seen a construction site, there's no walls, all right? So anything can get in, bugs, the moonlight, you know, whatever, everything can get in. And so what happened was we were walking down what would be, like, a corridor. So if you just imagine this, this is, like, a corridor, a whole bunch of doorways to the apartments, right? We're walking down, moonlight's coming in, shadows are being created. We're walking, and all of a sudden I look up, and there's a shadow figure of a man, y'all, to this day, I've never been more scared in my entire life. Everything went through my head like I'm done. I'm going to jail, prison time, 20 years to life. I don't know what's happening in my life. I'm doing something, though. It's, gonna, it's not going to look good. Guys, I wouldn't work out in prison. Let's just be real. Look at me. I'm wearing a Sherpa jacket, okay? I would, I'm screwed. I saw that shadow, okay? Literally, my heart sank out of my body, all right? Sank out of my body. I was so scared. It was a shadow of a window, guys. There was no one there, all right? We were fine. We literally all crapped our pants. Like, legit, it happened. Second building I broke into was an old abandoned horse track. 
We just wanted to go hang out. I'm sure you look at my YouTube, the video's on there. I'm sure. We made a video. Why? We're stupid. <laughs> we had GoPros and everything, guys. We thought we were legit. All right? <laughs> when you guys get to my age, you'll look back on your high school life and be, man, what did I do with my life? I'm sure all of our leaders will tell you that. They're like, we are dumb. <laughs> anyway, I did a lot of stupid things. Back on check. But I'm sure many of you can relate to some of those things. You're walking through the same thing. You've done the same things. But I'll tell you, all those things that I did, like I said, it was not worth it. I played games with God for too long, and I wasted so much of my life just because I wanted to do what I wanted to do, just because I wanted to hang out with who I wanted to hang out with. And ultimately, I ended up losing because God still grabbed my attention, man. Even though I was doing all these things that I know God didn't want me to do, ultimately, he grabbed my heart because I'm standing on this stage. He grabbed my heart about four or five years ago, and I joined a program called Ace Teams and legit gave my life to Jesus. I was just like, man, you know what? God, I don't want to do that stupid thing, those stupid things anymore. So here, I'm going to give you my life for a year. I'm going to dedicate it to you for a year. I'm going to serve you for a year, and Lord, you just take the reins. So I chose to serve. I gave up everything for a year just to serve God, and that ultimately led to me becoming on staff as a student pastor where God had called me to be. And my life has been blessed ever since because I gave up the stupid things that I was doing in the past. See, many of you, you're living the life right now where you're playing games with God and you're doing all these stupid things and you're, you're hanging out with the wrong crowd, you're saying the wrong things, you're looking at the wrong things, and you're going nowhere in life. You're walking through pain, you're walking through hurt, and you're asking yourself, man, why am I dealing with all this? Are you following Jesus? Are you reading your Bible every day? Do you make it a priority to come to church? Because if you did, I guarantee you, your life will begin to change because the moment I gave my life up to Jesus, everything changed. See, I want to ask you a couple questions. And I just want you to think. No, you don't have to answer. I just want you to think. But what does doing the wrong thing get you? When you do the wrong thing, what does it get you? So let me just, get, let's just roll a few examples here. When you're cussing with your friends, what does it get you? Maybe a good laugh. Maybe it's fun for a second. But maybe if you cuss in front of your mom and dad, you get soap in your mouth. You get yelled at. You get in trouble. You get told not to do that. You get something taken away from you. So ultimately, it gets you really nothing. What does stealing something get you? Yeah, you, get, you can maybe get something from it. You, whatever you steal, you might get. But ultimately, you have the opportunity to get caught, go to jail, get in trouble, Parents might ground you. That's no fun. Who likes to be grounded? No one. If you're grounded right now, I feel sorry for you, but maybe don't do the thing that you just did. Let's be honest. What does lying get you? Maybe get you away with whatever you're lying about for a minute. But can I tell you this? Parents always find out. Let's just be real. I used to lie all the time to my parents. They always found out. I always got in trouble for stuff that I lied about. What does bullying somebody get you? Maybe the satisfaction that you think you're better than them, you're bigger than them. But ultimately, everybody just looks at you and goes, man, that dude's so mean. No one wants to talk to them. I don't want to hang out with them because they're just mean. Here's a deep one for those of you who might be uh, dealing with something like this. What does sleeping with your boyfriend or girlfriend get you? Thank you. Hey, we're just being honest. I don't know about you, but I wouldn't want that. 
puts you in a bad spot. And it's not worth it. Because now you're tied to a whole bunch of people. Come back in three weeks. We'll be talking about a relationship series. Guess what it's going to be called? Thirsty. Wonder why it's called thirsty? Because some of y'all are too thirsty for guys or girls. Come back in three weeks. It's going to be good. Invite your friends. What do these things get you? Nowhere in life. It doesn't get you anywhere. You just continue to play games with God. You continue to do these things, cuss, lie, steal, do all these things with your friends. Whatever it is, it gets you nowhere in life but set maybe just depression, anxiety, and you're dealing with all this stuff. But can I tell you, when you choose to give all of that up, when you choose to say, man, I don't want to cuss anymore. I don't want to lie anymore. I don't want to steal anymore. I don't want to sleep with my boyfriend and girlfriend. Actually, I'm just going to get rid of them completely because I don't need that negativity in my life. What does that get you? Man, that gives you a new life that's renewed and blessed beyond your imagination. See, Proverbs 21.3 says this, clean living before God and justice with our neighbors mean far more to God than religious performance. I love this verse for right here, right now. Guess what a religious performance is? Coming to church and not caring. Saying you're a Christian, but not living it out. Coming into this room and just sitting on your phone. Coming into this room and sleeping. Coming into this room and sitting on your phone. God does not care about your religious performance. He doesn't care if you just come to church for the fun of it. What God cares about is how are you living your life? Are you living your life right before God? Are you choosing to have a clean mouth? Are you choosing to not bully your friends, but instead maybe love the person that you're bullying because maybe they just need a friend? Or maybe you're choosing to let go of that girlfriend and boyfriend because like I said, they're just a negative effect on your life. How are you living? See, because God wants you to do the right thing every single day. God wants you to be an example every single day to your friends. God wants you to want to come to church. He wants you to listen. He wants you to pay attention. He wants you to focus in every single day. See, James 4.17 says this. So whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it, for him is sin. So if you're not doing what you know you should be doing, guess what? You're sinning. If you're choosing to do the wrong thing, you're sinning. If you know it's wrong, you're sinning. I want to encourage you with a few things before we go into small groups. But I want to encourage you with this. And if you're taking notes, write this down. Choose the blessing over the sinning. I gave up my life to follow Jesus. I chose the blessing over the sinning. And can I tell you this? It changed my life for the better. I was in such a dark place in high school, and now I find freedom in my life because I chose to give up sinning, and I chose to go for the blessing. See, I still sin every day. We all sin. But when you choose to willingly give it up every single day, God will begin to change your life. And so here's what I want to challenge us all with as we get out of here. I said new year, no games. New year, no games. But here's another challenge. New year, 2022, only God. What if we just put God first this year? What if in every area of our life we just decide to say, you know what, I need to change this. I need to do this differently. I need to focus on this. Instead of what we've been focusing on, instead of what we've been doing, let's start to change in 2022. New year, only God.
Make it a priority to come to church. Make it a priority to read your Bible for 20 minutes, at least 20 minutes a day. But let's put God first at the beginning of this year. And I promise if you begin to do this, the blessing will appear in your life and the sin will begin to disappear. So if you want your life of pain to disappear, start following Jesus. Don't choose the sin, choose the blessing. Let's pray. God, I just want to thank you for tonight. I want to thank you for this group of young people. Whether they come here because they're forced to or whether they come here because they want to, God, I just pray that their hearts would be open to what you want to do. God, that I pray that what was spoken here tonight, Lord, that your words would dive deep into our hearts and that we would begin to change for you this year, God. So show us what we need to work on. Show us what we need to stop doing. Show us where we need to go, God. Lord, I pray that these students put their trust in you every single day of their life. And so, Lord, I'm praying this in your mighty, mighty name. Amen.